we didn't come here to talk about football. We came here to talk telly. Now this is the eighth episode of Talking Telly. Oh god, I don't think I changed it. Oh yeah, eight, eight episode of Talking Telly, and you may look in the top left corner of your sc- screen and see something that is not Muju, and it's not Patrick Bateman. It is a walrus with the big bad walrus. Now we are joined by a special guest due to our co-host Owen, aka Muju, being on holidays. So we are joined by the new Owen. Introduce yourself, Owen. What's up? I'm Owen. I'm less talkative than the other Owen, so don't be expecting much out of me. But I'm here nonetheless. Yeah. Exactly. He's Just to brighten everyone's day. Exactly. A nice volunteer that, you know. You know, uh... Couldn't leave me all hanging. Yeah. Couldn't leave the podcast, like, empty for a week. Exactly. So I'm here. The show must go on. Even though it didn't go on during the exams, but, you know. Yeah, it, must, exams, you know? it must go on when we decide that it must go on. Exactly. Yeah. Ooh. Now, if you look at your screen, you should see a big ass picture of Genobu. Now, yeah, forget, yeah. So it's actually a pretty cool picture. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's uh, it's also like not low quality. I'm liking I'm liking Ewan's style. Yeah, that, like older, like uh, old, like I don't know, older Uncle Kenobi. Yeah. Old man Kenobi. Old Ben Kenobi. Literally. <laughs> um, it reminds me. Have you ever seen the um? There's like a statue. Yeah. Um, like one of those like um. One of those like 500 quid statues that those like um I don't even know what you would class them as but there's Collectors? one of them with like Obi-Wan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's one with Obi-Wan, he's got like his own lightsaber and Qui-Gon's lightsaber. Yeah. And uh I just remember seeing a picture of it but I was like it looked really cool. So, for anyone who doesn't know, Kenobi is a show that came out about 2 weeks well actually well, last week, yeah. Last Wednesday the first two episodes came out and it takes place after the third Star Wars movie, but before the fourth one, and it follows Obi Wan Kenobi, played by Ewan McGregor, as he must go on his adventures and whatnot. And um, yeah, it's uh, everyone has been waiting to see it. Kenobi was announced two, three, four years ago. It's been in the works for a while. It was rumored that long ago. It was it was rumored for a long time. Then um, then people were thinking, oh. Uh, it was announced it was officially announced at 2019 and the rumors yeah, yeah. and the rumors were from 2018 and maybe even before ever since um Mandalorian let me when Mandalorian came out ever since the, yeah Mandalorian comes out in 2019 so 2018 when they were making Mandalorian people are thinking if they're making Mandalorian and this is a success they can make Kenobi and this and that and yeah and lo and behold three years later we have Kenobi and it's it's been a long way and we've had we've had good shows like Mandalorian last season of Clone Wars and we've had shows that are I haven't seen but have announced as bad shows like The Book of Boba Fett which which consists of Big Fat Boba and just chilling <laughs> on Tatooine if I'm not mistaken yeah They'll put it this way, like the, as people who would consider themselves Star Wars fans, we haven't bothered to watch it, so I think that speaks yeah, volumes, volumes yeah. about just like how shit it must be. Yeah. Then again, maybe you could also argue <laughs> we're not qualified to give an opinion on it if we haven't watched it. Yeah. So, take your pick. <laughs> the ultimate debate. Don't watch it because it's not good, but if you watch it, then you've wasted your time, you know? <laughs> but, um, 
Uh, yeah, another big thing that Kenobi uh, announced was the return of Hayden Christensen as Vader and Anakin in some form, which I'm always very excited for. Just seeing him again on the screen after just after everything, all the harshness that was the prequels. Got, yeah, yeah. Like now, people love the prequels, but 15 years ago, people oh, hated. Yeah, no, people were the people were like Hayden Christensen literally fell into a, an actual depression yeah. because. His career was ruined. Everyone was shitting on the movie so bad that like nobody wanted to hire him. Yeah. And he didn't do anything wrong. He literally played the role perfectly. Yeah. But it was like, you know, if you don't watch Star Wars as a kid, chances are you're never going to enjoy the prequels, and that's like fair. Yeah. But it's like he played the ca- with the script he was given. Oh which yeah. Wasn't very good. No. <laughs> like well, actually no, sorry. Let me let me rephrase that. It was shit. It was not good. Yeah. He played it like as well as he possibly could have. Like Star Wars, a cheesy show, like a cheesy premise. No, it was always cheesy. And Hayden Christian, like the moody, broody Anakin, that's what he was like. He's supposed to be this emotionally stunted, almost, basically in this cult. If you think about it, emotionally stunted, like repressed person. So obviously he's gonna act that way. But um, yeah, the only movie he was in after that was a uh, Jumper. That's on film four. If you ever catch it, it's actually not that bad. <laughs> but um, yeah. there's, a, there's a channel I haven't been on in a while. Really? I'm, I'm yeah. So, no, no. You, that used to be that used to be my go-to back before there was any Netflix in the house yeah. or anything. It's always like, oh, there's something good on film four, but I haven't been on it in ages. Yeah. I always check up on it to see if there's anything good. Um, sometimes I watch it, sometimes I don't. But um, yeah, just this Wednesday, the third episode of Kenobi came out. So um, we're just—I'm just gonna say right now, we will talk about the first two episodes in this podcast. We'll go through all the spoilers for the first three. Now we don't know anything that happens after. We're not clued in. We don't know any leaks. I don't know if there have have been leaks, but I don't know any. And now Owen does as well. So yeah, prepare yourselves for spoilers soon. But let's just. Let's just start off with episode one. What did you think of... Actually, what do you think of Kenobi as a whole? The first three episodes, what what are your impressions? Easily the third episode is, like, the best. By far, oh. for, like, obvious reasons. Yeah. When we eventually get to, like, what happened. Like, put it this way. It's the most action-packed episode. Yeah. And as someone with, like... Wouldn't really, I wouldn't necessarily say a short attention span, but I want something good going on in front <laughs> of me. I was like, that episode is by far, like, the best. Um, They're, like... It was slow, but at no point did I feel like it was an effort watching it. Yeah. I was like, I was, I was, I was like happy to watch it. Um, it really flew under my radar though, because I knew the show was coming out, but I didn't know when. And then my phone gave me a notification it was like Disney Plus. Watch the first two episodes of Kenobi, and I was like, excuse me. <laughs> okay. Um, if I'm gonna be honest, I can't fully remember exactly. It's like. That is the, um, that's the one where it cuts between Leia and, like, between Ben, like, just working his way through Tatooine. The first doing, episode. You know, live, living the quiet life. And then Leia being, like, just, I, I suppose, a menace to her parents. <laughs> yeah. Like, just being a child. Yeah. Um, no, it was a good episode. Yeah. I mean, there's not really much, like, a massive amount yeah. that went on, apart from, she does, that is the one where she gets... Well, spoiler, but I suppose you already, yeah, already yeah, gave yeah. that warning, so yeah. that's fine. Uh, but, like, she does get kidnapped in the first episode. Uh, yeah, at the end of the first episode, she gets a... Uh... Oh, actually, sorry, side, well, side note, but it, it works. Did you know that the uh, uh, yeah. bald guy... Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...is yeah. Flea from yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers? I, I, yeah. I was watching it, and I was thinking, 
I know this guy. At first, I thought it was <laughs> the bald guy from 8 Mile that shoots himself in the foot. But um, it's Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. If a fan who doesn't know, Flea is the main drummer of Red Hot Chili Peppers. He is in Kenobi, and I mean, it's a weird cameo, but like, it's cool. I wonder, was he like a known Star Wars fan, and that's why he was in it, or was yeah. it just completely random that they happened to... He just popped in. Yeah. I mean, God knows how that works, but um... There you go, so if you're a Red Hot Chili Peppers fan, watch Kenobi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> first episode, anyway. First two, first two. Oh, true, yeah, he's in the, first, he's in the second one. Um, um, yeah, first episode was like, good introduction. Yeah. Uh, it kind of just gives... I, I feel like the thing it captures the most is just... Obi-Wan's... Just descent into... Yeah. Well, Ben. He's just... Yeah. He, like, he is just a normal... Deep. Fella. Um... And you can see, I think it's kind of soul-crushing when you watch, isn't it's also in the first episode, isn't it, when your man, he has half, half his uh, wages cut. Yeah, yeah. He's, so basically, there's, like, they're literally cutting up this, like, massive, like, monster for, like, me on Tatooine. It's all set up, it's, it's like a normal job. Like, just, yeah, like, there's nothing special about it. Um, and when they go to punch out their cards, a guy is only awarded, like, half the credits um, that he, like, deserves. And the the foreman, the boss, like has doesn't care. You know, your man is like, oh, I have a family to feed. What am I supposed to do? And the guy is like stereotypical. He's just like, no, not my problem. Um, and you can just see the look on Obi Wan's face as he wants to do something, because that's all he's ever done mm. is help people. But he, he just can't because he has to lay under the radar. Because if he gets killed, well then, you know, that spells. But like it, the whole essence of Star Wars, <laughs> like it wouldn't work. It's yeah. like Obi Wan's purpose in life at that point is to protect Luke. Yeah. Um, um, so he has to bite his tongue and completely suck it up. go against everything he's ever done. Yeah. Um, I love the way the Inquisitors look. Obviously the Grand Inquisitor, his... Obviously, you know, the way he looks in Rebels, his head is a bit, like, smaller now. Yeah, yeah. But, um, I love, I love the way they look. I really like the, um, the second brother, the green Asian guy. He's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, Vava is really good, and the the cat lady. Uh, she's cool. Yeah, the orange one. Yeah. Um, is it just me, or does your man the the Asian, the second brother? His like helmet kind of reminds um, reminds me of Embo's helmet. You know, the bounty hunter and the clone. Yeah, one. it's very similar. Very similar. It's a bit smaller though. Embo like uh, he like surfs on the in one episode. Captain America shield. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> But um, the presentation is great. <coughs> like, I've always loved the way they show the Sith, the Empire especially. It's very like technocratic. I don't want to say like Hitlery, Nazi, but it's very like black order, death structure. Oh, the, that's another thing I know. The stormtrooper armor, like, just looks really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it looks a lot more like realistic. Uh-huh. Like even the way they walk. Yeah. Like clearly with Sith design. They've yeah. um, they've probably made it a lot less clunky, but it really shows when the actors are walking around. Yeah, um, like they don't look as constricted. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, my only criticism, I this is my literally only criticism. Apart from it, maybe sometimes being a tiny bit dark, that I just have to turn it up. But um, uh, those that when Leia gets captured, um, you know the way she's running away. And then, like, running after her, yeah? 
Oh, that was such a childlike oh. cartoon mode. Okay, so the chase scene is dragged out for yeah. like a minute longer than it should. Like this is three grown men chasing like a ten-year-old mm -hmm. girl, um, and she like hops over a branch, oh. and he's like, "Oh gosh, darn it! What can I do?" And he like has to double back and run the opposite yeah. way. And it's like, man, you could have just like. I don't know. And the, the, fucking broken it, maybe? But, but the other guy like grabs it and like, <gasps> and like vaults <laughs> over the branch like, oh my god, Jesus Christ, that branch really got me there. Dear Lord, and the way, what am I meant to do? Like the way they're running after her, they're like, yeah. I, I'd assume they just like charge you, but they have, they're like squatting down with their arms like out and you're like, I'm gonna get you. I'm, like, I, yeah. I, I'd assume, no, it, it, like, it's pretty goofy, like, if um if they were doing like a messing with her type of situation where they know they've got her, so they're just messing yeah, with yeah. her. But like no, they really weren't. Didn't. It was it was she was genuinely like getting away from them. They were like, oh my god. Um but obviously Star Wars has always been pretty goofy, so like you let that slide. <laughs> um yeah, and like at the end of the day I wouldn't necessarily say it's a kid's show, but like I mean yeah, it is yeah, yeah. at the same cut. Like there's always like the whole idea of Lola, that's just pandering to um, yeah, children, which <laughs> I know a lot of people on the internet like hate stuff like that, like the Korgs in um, in the sequels, you know, the little like bird thingies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a, lo a lot of people hate stuff like that because, oh, like the kids like it, or like Baby Yoda, because, oh, it's so merchandisable. Well, I think it's fine. I mean, look, kids are always going to buy stuff. On the internet's always going to be angry. Can Disney to make an R-rated Star Wars? Oh, I mean, that. Uh, well, I, mean, I know, I know a topic <laughs> they could choose. I mean, we might as well get into the third episode. Third episode is um. Actually, wait, just before that, um, another problem. This is the other small problem we have. The so second episode, Vava. Throughout the first two episodes, Vava is, you know, she's disobeying the Grand Inquisitor, she's going on her own, she's, you know, destined, she believes she's destined to catch a Kenobi and earn her destiny, her right to gain more power and to progress up the Sith ladder, basically. And Indeed. For anyone who doesn't watch Star Wars, the entire essence of working up the Sith is just by betraying the person yeah. who's ahead of you. And, um, and the Grand Inquisitor, like, he comes up and he's like, hey, you can't do this, like, right when she's at Kenobi, and, he, like, they don't see him, and she stabs him in the stomach and kills him. Uh, I'm not, I'm not angry with the way she killed him, but the problem is, the Grand Inquisitor is in Rebels, and Rebels, I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure it takes, I, I heard, it takes place I after Kenobi. Yeah, so, uh, are they going to bring the Grand, in, Grand Inquisitor back in, like, the last episode, or what are they going to do? <laughs> Because yeah, I don't know. it's a good question. They, the only thing I can say is either that wasn't the same Grand Inquisitor that they'll get a new one. That that is that has taller and has the taller head, but like, it's it doesn't really make like. There's no reason for her to. It it seems foolish to make such a problem if you know what I mean. Like Rebels is canon. Rebels was made by Disney after the Lucasfilm split. So they can't say it's oh it's not canon like Force Unleashed or whatever, but so and the Inquisitor is like um, I I watched the first two three seasons of Rebels and I thought I thought the Inquisitor was very cool. He's intimidating. He's got the spinning lightsaber. He looks like really sick, like old timey sick. He looks really good and 
I just have, I have no idea what they're gonna do now that he just got he just got stabbed in the stomach. Maybe they'll say he survived because he only got hit in the stomach. He wasn't like decapitated. But yeah, Star Wars is renowned for stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it, it those two are my only criticisms. Now, let's just get on to episode three because we saw I saw that today and oh, that was a phenomenal episode. Yeah. First, yeah, oh, it's like um, yeah. I feel like the. One of the like the point or like the statement I'm gonna make to lead into is if you see Rogue actually, One, actually. you know that that's yeah. a um, meet critique also known as uh, co-host one is in the chat. And I just want to say I want to ask him has he seen episode three because if he hasn't then we're we're about to spoil it right now. Have you seen episode three? Put it in the chat if you have because if you haven't then. Oh boy, are you in for spoilers. Also, if you look at the stream, <laughs> um, and you can't see the thing come up. You know, please say, we're going to give you, because there's feedback on the stream, or oh, sorry, delay. We'll give you one minute to say if you have or haven't seen uh, episode 3. I know you're typing right now, so please answer if um, it's an episode 3. Yeah, basically saying, you uh, McGregor is seriously good in this, seriously good acting all around. Yeah, the acting is phenomenal. Um... It's, you know you won in episode 3, this isn't a spoiler, the one that plays in the, uh, the Imperial Resistance person, if you know what I mean. Episode 3? Yeah. You won. Yeah, the, yeah. the officer. Yeah. yeah. She's um, she's a big character in Game of Thrones. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, well not like a huge character, but she's in, um, she's in season 4, 5, 6, 7. Like, she, she's, she's, she's important. Um, oh no! I think I, any actor ever has been in, involved in Game of Thrones. Oh right, uh, no, he's seen the first two episodes. Oh, um, nice. Wait, so, like, so he's was, I was wait. He's saying first two episodes are good, but I'm ever let down. I don't know how is he getting schooled by a child. I who? I mean, oh, how, what do you mean school? Vader seems are questionable. Some pogs, some bogs. Gotta run, gents. Hopefully, be back on the few. Oh, okay, that. Controversial opinions, which is what we like to hear. I'm, I'm particularly, uh, I don't know, what would you say, irked by the Vader scenes questionable. I think the opposite. The the only thing I can think of that he might think is questionable is I'll mention after we were done the Vader scenes, but um, let's just get straight onto the Vader scenes. Firstly, at the end of episode two, they show Vader, and in this episode, they show him being basically like built in the back of the tank, like, set up for his routine operations. And he's sitting there on Mustafa, I assume, talking to her rather through the holocron, holo, teller, talking to her through the world wide web that is Star Wars. And yeah, through through uh, Facebook Messenger. Yeah, exactly. And they, they have a group chat. Uh, his, I'm going to skate, his office, his palace looks so good. The, the red light in there. It's so crisp. Oh my god, it looks phenomenal. Him sitting there in his throne, like... It looks great. Phenomenal. And... His whole presence throughout, the, throughout that episode... It's the first time we see Vader. Uh, Hayden, Christensen, Hayden Christensen is, like, Vader. And he's great. Like, he sounds exactly like Vader sounds. He moves like Vader. Stiff, but also not super stiff. You, like... Well, you see Vader's brutality, which is something you don't see. I mean, this is a 12th show, so they do it really well. But in episode, in the original 
uh, movies. Vader, you don't see him being brutal. Like, he chokes one or two people. In his fight scenes, obviously, it's a product of its time. It's not great. And in Rogue One, as you said, you see Vader going full Vader. And in this... Like comic book Vader. I wouldn't say he's even better in this. When he's walking oh, to... Oh, yeah, the... no, like, he... Go ahead. Like, wait, okay, so he walks through a village and essentially, like, delivers, like, you could say, a reign of terror, almost. Yeah. Like... Isn't it, he chokes that dad, and doesn't he, like, literally snap, like, a teenager's yeah, neck? Yeah, a boy runs out, and he's like, Dad! And he just, he pushes the boy to the side, and he just snaps his neck. And yeah. he, he's walking along, you know, breathing in, and he grabs this girl, and he's just dragging her along with the force. And she's screaming, he's just dragging her, and dragging her, and he's just looking. And he's waiting for Kenobi to come out and, like, help them, you know? And, oh, it's, like, it's just so... Like, this is Vader. This is what we've been wanting for the last 20, 40 years. This intimidating aura and presence that is that, in my opinion, wasn't felt in the movies, apart from Rogue One. I was never a huge fan of Vader in the movies, because I never thought he was intimidating the way he is now, you know? Oh, and, yeah. And he looked... 100%. He, in the he, movies, he's like, he's nothing. He looks and acts phenomenal. And then... He meets up with Kenobi, and you're thinking, alright, oh, they're gonna fight, they're gonna fight. And Kenobi, as this team of the show is, he runs. He looks at him, picks up his lightsaber, which Vader ignites his red one, and it just looks phenomenal. And Kenobi just books it. He's like, oh, I, can't, I can't do this. Like, this isn't for me. And he runs. He's he's terrified that Anakin is still alive. <laughs> there's, there's, um... Like, he does... There is, like, a brief... I, I honestly wouldn't even call it a fight, because, like... You can clearly tell that, like, Vader, because, I mean, it's not Anakin at that point, it's mm. just Darth Vader. He's just toying with Obi-Wan. Completely. Like, Obi-Wan is, like, just weak. He can't do anything. Like, in a duel, he's, like, Vader is just slapping his lightsaber mm. around the place, and Obi-Wan can, like, essentially hold it in front of him, and that's about yeah. it. Like, Vader's one, um, he's one-handed, just, like, bashing oh, him, yeah. not even trying. And Obi-Wan is hanging on for dear life. Yeah. Um, but then... Inevitably, well, actually, I'm kind of, I suppose, when you're watching it, you wouldn't expect that it's going to get to the point that it does. Yeah. But, um, like, you, you would kind of imagine in true Star Wars fashion, it would be like, oh, they clash lightsabers a bit, something happens, boom, Obi-Wan runs away. Yeah. But no, instead, like, Vader catches him. And you're kind of thinking, okay, well, we're only on the third episode, nothing much is going to happen here, it's going to be like, oh, some questions, someone's going to save him. No. Like, Vader essentially pours, like, fuel onto mm. the ground. He lights it on fire and holds Obi-Wan down in it to like replicate the idea of how he was burned on Mustafar like 10 years beforehand oh. and it's like horrible because the whole time like Obi-Wan is just screaming in pain as he's like just being burned alive essentially oh it's so um, good like Vader's sitting there he's standing there and he's like this is but a fraction of the pain you will experience when I'm done with you Kenobi or Obi-Wan and oh it's yeah. so you, you can see Vader like he doesn't want to just kill him he needs to experience what he's experienced he needs a Kenobi to just suffer he's full of rage full of anger he doesn't care how long this will take for him this could last a millennium seeing his former master well yeah being literally burned alive is oh I mean it's such a good scene when I'm when, and then you have the rebel helper coming in and shooting up the place. And uh, they're, they're running away. I think, if I'm to guess what Owen thinks is questionable, is this. Um, 
So the big fire comes in, yeah, and it looks really cool. It's separate in them, yeah. Uh, is he, uh, do you think the fact that Vader just doesn't walk straight through? That or uh, Vader, like Vader sees them, you know, like, like, like Vader, like Vader could have forced pulled them back, you know what I mean? Oh, entirely, yeah. Yeah, definitely. and it's like, um, why is the question? Like, why didn't he do that? And that's like nothing other than continuity of the show. Yeah, because, like in in every like like there is no way that he couldn't have just gotten them yeah. right then and there. Like he he easily could have like he could have just snapped her neck in like yeah. point two of a second, and just immediately like and he could have walked through it because it, like for people who don't know, Darth Vader's suit is literally impervious to fire. Mm. Like he it is fireproof. He can walk straight through it. Um, because it's like a. What's the word? It's a, it's almost like a throwback to the fact that he's in that suit because he got burned alive. Yeah. So he doesn't want it to happen is, again. <laughs> yeah. Um. So like, a hundred percent. Yeah, he could have just well fucked them both up right yeah. then and there. But I kind of just accept that as, hey, we still got other episodes yeah. to do. See, the only thing is, I feel like you could you could always do that better, in my opinion. Like, I don't see that as a big problem because when you're watching it, you go, ah, oh, yeah, sure, okay, but. For the true, I'm not like Kenobi's a really good show. Don't get me wrong. For the truly great shows, you don't experience something like this because the writers are smart enough. Like, let's say the fire is happening, Kenobi's burning. You could have just had like you would whip out like I feel like a smoke grenade would have been better. Or like the fire was cooler. Mm, I'm trying to like I'm thinking because honestly, the only like. And like they can't do it because yeah. of the way the scenes like built up. But like the only real way you could have like distracted Vader enough realistically is if there was like ten other like rebel soldiers Actually, yeah, all firing. That, yeah, like let's just say a young one. She, she has her little hidey hole. Let's say she whips up like some grenades and or like a little uh, like a little machine gun, and she pops up. She gets up on the on the mountain on the little hill, and she like starts to put out a bipod of like a like a mounted gun. You know. Yeah. And then instead of like just shooting some people with a pistol, she's going and starts gunning them down. And then they're like, oh shit, you know. And they're distracted by this flurry of blasts that that allows Kenobi to be saved, you know. Like. Yeah, no, like I I get I completely get the argument, but I suppose stuff like that is like I never really let that bother me because I oh, just yeah. accept it as a ah. We've still got other episodes to go, and as far as I'm concerned, yeah, it's what not, just happened yeah. was cool. So. If that was the last episode, then that would have been like, oh, I mean, come oh, on. Yeah, no entirely, because he would have been like, what the fuck? But, um... But, um... No, yeah. I mean, that's a fair complaint, but definitely not something that bothers me. No, um... Leia gets captured at the end by Rava, and... Um, I'm interested to see what's going to happen to Rava. Is... Like, I, personally, I, I, I assume she's going to die by the end of the show. Like, that, that's what I guess. But, um... What do you, what do you think is going to happen? Like, what are your theories? I mean, I feel like the only real thing that can happen is she can die, because yeah. there's not really anything... Like, I can almost imagine her death is going to be something similar to Trilla from um, yeah. Fallen Order. Like, in the end, she's like, I, you could argue, you know... Essentially, returns to the light side, or at least yeah. forgives. Well, I, I don't. Um, I don't think Vava's going to turn to the light side. <laughs> is there any like um, what's it called? Is, do we? Do we? Is there any like um, known backstory for? At no, all? I, no, no, nope. 
Yeah. I don't personally. I don't think she should get backstory. I think she's a perfectly good villain without a backstory. I think she, personally, I think she should die. See, the show needs to end in a way that Kenobi is still safe on Tatooine for the next like ten years, for Luke to go up. Yeah, <coughs> ten, fifteen years. Yeah. Away, yeah. So um, and uh, they know he's alive completely. They've seen him now. So how, how does he do it that they they don't find him? You know, for the next 10, 15 years. That's what I'm interested in. I think maybe he fakes his death, but I don't know. Um, it's really tough. I think he's going to kill Vava in the end. I think he's going to realize that even though, um, even though he can't help people, like, as much as he could, and he can, I think he's going to realize that even though he can't help, he still must be in tune with the Force. Must be ready at all times. In case something like this happens again, he must be ready, must like try and find Qui Gon, and I think he's gonna kill her in the end, and he'll be like a pow, and he kills That's her. That's another thing I like yeah. about the show is how you can like see Obi Wan like when um, Leia's fallen from the building and he has to save her. Mm -hmm. You can see how like his lack of connection with the Force, because it it takes so much effort yeah. for him to do something that like ten years prior would have been so well, simple. So simple. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's like, can, oh, I've, yeah. I can levitate someone. Wow, how difficult! And now it's like he, it's like it's physically straining yeah. for him to do it. I mean, it was it's it's just great to see, like, Ben, like old Ben. Yeah, that's what they call him, old Ben Kenobi. That's what Luke calls him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wonder. I like. I doubt. But do you think we could see like a mall? Um, not to see that mall appear, but see like a little. Because. Uh, at the end of Rebel, Rebels, Dark Maul attacks Obi-Wan and Obi-Wan kills him. Um, yeah. And Dark Maul is fully active at this point. He is part of the Shadow, the shadow Syndicate? The Syndicate of... He's part of a big Shadow Crime Syndicate. He rules it. And he's fully active. He's in the end credit scene of Han Solo, which probably takes place around this time, actually, honestly. So, um... Yeah, I think, uh... I I I hope that we'll get a little like mall reference or something. I don't know because I mean I love Dark Maul and obviously he's in he is completely tied to Kenobi. I think it'd be perfect to like reference him in some way, you know. Like that he, almost makes like Darth Maul's character even more tragic. Is yeah. because like Darth Maul is obsessed with Obi Wan, like the same way that Darth Vader is obsessed with Obi Wan. Yeah. Um, but Obi-Wan has, like, no concern for Darth Maul whatsoever. Like, Obi-Wan's... Like, you could... Ugh, he isn't really, but at the same time, he's somewhat obsessed with Darth Vader once he yeah. learns that, like, Darth Vader is Anakin, you know, he's still alive. But, like, Darth Maul is just, like... <laughs> you could almost argue it's, like, a child yeah. seeking a parent's approval. He's, like, so infatuated with him, uh -huh. with the want to kill him. And Obi-Wan just has no regard. He's just, like... It, like, if Darth Maul turned around and was like, ah, I'm okay, Obi-Wan would be like, cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't really care to begin with. I thought you were dead already. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, that's like a little side note. That's actually, I, I haven't fully watched Rebels, and I plan to someday, but apparently Rebels isn't actually, like, done. The same way Clone Wars never was, well, wasn't finished up until it was. Uh, apparently Rebels ends with Ezra Bridger, the main character, going with uh, Grand Admiral Tron and like them teleporting, you know, going into hyperspace and that's how it ends. Like them two just like chilling. Huh. And like surely that's not the end. Um, 
that's something I want to see. Because I've saw the first two seasons, and I really liked Ezra Bridger. And, um, are you, are you going to watch Rebels or no? Can I spoil it? No, uh, no, I have um, not much interest in that so show. So, Kanan, he's like master, even though he's not a master, he's just like a, I don't think he was ever officially a, a Jedi Knight. Yeah. Yeah, he was yeah. a Padawan, um, he's like... He like, like, he, I, I haven't gotten to the part he got blinded, but I think it's, his story's so cool, like he, he teaches Ezra, and he gets blinded, I think, by Vader. And so he's literally blind, and then for the last season, he like, he's still helping Ezra, and he dies in the end, like, He's holding back like a huge explosion with the force while also holding um what is he doing? He's like holding the ship and this explosion back. And he then like he throws the ship like by force to allow it to escape. And he just gets engulfed by the explosion and it's like the But I always I always thought he was cool, Ezra. And I do hope that they bring him in, because... I don't know, it's another first character. Oh, another thing. Uh, the Quinlan Voss reference, that was cool. Especially because, like, they have, um, in the Clone Wars, they have their little... Like, is there, like, a two-episode stint? Yeah, together? yeah. Uh-huh. I, can't, I can't remember what the exact premise is. I'm pretty uh, sure it has something to do with um, the Fett family, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Quinlan Voss is cool. Uh, I, I don't know which about him comics-wise, but I... I just know he's a cool guy. <laughs> um, he looks, uh, yeah. he's very um, independent. Yeah, very. Like he was, he's, he's definitely a Jedi, like you wouldn't say a grey Jedi, mm. but like he, he is fully does his own thing. Yeah, lone wolf. Spookster. Um, yeah, uh, what else, what else? You know yeah, let, let's, uh, let's move on to the Clone Wars, because Clone Wars is obviously a fantastic show. Times of the Kenobi, very, like, heavily. And um, I just recently finished Clone Wars Season 7, so uh, we'll just briefly talk about Clone Wars. What would you say is your favourite arc? Favourite arc in Clone Wars, and if I think it is what I think it is, then it will give you the next favourite arc. Oh, this, this is a good few. Um, okay, I'm going to give my favourite arc, because I think maybe story-wise it's the best arc, and then I'm going to give my favourite arc from Nostalgia as a Child. Yeah. My favourite arc, like... I think due to story is the Umbaran arc, and my favorite arc, like nostalgic, is the Geonosis arc. Uh, the second, uh, yeah, the second invasion of Geonosis. So go ahead and enlighten our viewers on the Umbara and the uh, Geonosis arcs. Okay, so the Umbaran arc doesn't really, it doesn't focus on the Jedi necessarily. Like the whole idea is they're invading Umbar, like the Republic, but this is before like this the Empire, and you know this is. Back in the day with this, the Separatists fighting against the um, the Republic. Yeah. Um, and Umbara is this, like... They're essentially loyal to the Separatists, and the Republic is trying to come in and, well, invade them. Just take them over, because they're, like, critical for... I think it's some sort of... Not a trade route, but they, they lie literally in the way yeah, yeah. of, yeah. like, space travel. So mm -hmm. it's, like, necessary strategically for them to capture them. Uh, and it's a brutal battle. Like it's, yeah. every, people are just dying left, right, and center. The planet is in a permanent state of darkness. Like that's just the environment. Yeah. So the clone troopers are already like at a disadvantage. Um. So it follows uh, the 501st, which like just for reference are the um, legion that invades the Jedi Temple during Order 66, and it follows 
um, Fives and uh, Clone Captain Rex, mm-hmm. who are like if you watch the show, are like some of the most independent thinkers within an army where you just do what you're told. Mm-hmm. Um, and Anakin, who is responsible for commanding these guys, has to be taken away for oh, I can't even remember. It's Whenever. some sort of political basis. Yeah. Um, and who's um, oh, what's his name? Pong Krell is yeah. another Jedi Master who comes in to essentially like relieve command. Um, and he's like he has like a really good and a really bad record. He has a record for winning some of the most brutal battles like w- of the war so far. But at the he has the highest casualty rate among like anybody. Uh, and as the arc like I won't really like keep going on but as the arc yeah. goes on, you said you find out that the reason his casualty rate is so high is because he looks at the clones as nothing more than but like animals. They mm-hmm. are just a means to an end. He can send them into like a cannon fodder. He can just send them in willingly, knowing that they'll essentially do it without questioning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he almost takes joy knowing that so many of them are going to die. Um, so the arc takes the turn with essentially the clones rise up against them mm-hmm. because they're like we're not we we aren't just like pawns we're not just cannon we're not just gonna walk to and die let, yeah uh and it, it like it comes out that Punkrell, he he's well like while he is a jedi he's he's seeking to um join count dooku and the separatists uh so it becomes after actually no yeah before it leads it after a um encounter of fracture size which is where it's essentially green on green two friendlies kill each other yeah. like Punkrell organizes these the 501st and another battalion known as the 212th to attack one another unknowingly because the idea is that the enemy is like taking their armor and is now wearing it to blend in mm-hmm. um so they end up killing each other uh, and once they discover this they're like okay we need to have like we need to get rid of them um so it shows i think what's cool about it is because Punkrell's character is like just evil but he's like cool at the same yeah, time yeah uh, but it just shows like these clones who have no business at all going against like someone who's as powerful as Pong Krell is just like essentially winning yeah. like winning at a cost but they like they overcome him mm-hmm. uh, and Pong Krell is voiced by the I don't know the actor's name but the guy who voices Lee in the Walking Dead Ooh. season 1 game uh. by Telltale so his voice is class as well um, shit <laughs> Umbara is a very 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 good set of four episodes. Would highly yeah. recommend. I and mean, Punkrell's got the full arms. You know, he looks cool. Yeah, and two, uh, tool, two, two double blade lightsabers. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, for me, say the uh, hardest arc is so hard because I try not to include season seven because season seven is just all around for I'm having a bad test, sisters. All around phenomenal. Like I love the Bad Batch. I love those Bad Batch episodes, and obviously the last four episodes are iconic. Um, I, oh, I, mean, I do like the Cypher Diaz episodes in season 6. It's, I think it's just like the one episode. Not the older ones, but um... I like the Cypher Diaz episodes really give, um... Content. They really show the unraveling yeah. of like the lies that the Republic is uh-huh. built on. I, I, I got it, I think so. I think maybe my third favourite would be like... When the Night Sisters and the Sarge Ventress are like trying to kill Dooku and then they make Savage Press and they're like doing all this crazy shit. I I thought that was really cool. 
and when they try and kill Dooku and they like they poison him and I think yeah I think he goes blind and then yeah and he deals all three of them and yeah. he just destroys them all and yeah, he, he like he delivers like such a Dooku one-liner about yeah. it, he's like I don't need eyes to see you and he just shuts his eyes um then uh second favorite is probably the fives are I mean I, fives is probably oh, my favorite so clone and it's it's very sad I didn't I didn't think that uh, Clone like obviously Clone Wars like it ends and you know it's gonna end when um, the the Clone Wars being won and then the Jedi being destroyed. I didn't think it would be so sad, and it was very like. It really is. My favorite would be I'll count it as one arc, but like everything Dark Maul does, like when he returns. And then he's fighting Kenobi. Oh, like his rise to yeah. power as then, like a criminal overlord. Yeah. Then he takes over Death Watch and then takes over Mandalore and he gets the Dark Saber and he kills uh Previs. Yeah, Previsla, yeah. He kills him and then and, and then obviously he goes up against my my one gripe is he goes up against Palpatine and Savage like with Savage, gets destroyed, Savage gets killed, he gets captured, and Obviously in the comics they say why, but in the show they never explain why he's out. And that annoys me. <laughs> they never explain what happens to him, you know? How is he suddenly yeah. not captured? And, um, is a comic yeah, and basically what they did is, um, for, for any viewers, they, they let him leave, so he goes back to uh, the mother Talzin, his actual mother, or the Night Sisters, which leaves General Grievous there, and he, General Grievous kills mother Talzin. It's a very cool comic plan. Like Grievous has like I think two or four lightsabers like stabbing into her stomach. Oh, that 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 entire like sequence yeah. of him invading um, Dathomir. It's like cute. that's like the general Grievous. Like when that's like the general Grievous that isn't a coward. Yeah. He um like the entire t- he's he's literally taking like <laughs> a Star Wars phone call you know from his little hologram yeah. of <laughs> Count Dooku while being like essentially consumed by these night sisters mm-hmm. the entire and he just rips them all like apart yeah and he just starts marching through like the fog with mm-hmm. his sabers ignited until he gets to the point that like he needs to and he just blows it up walks straight in and like it, like he doesn't say anything he just kills <laughs> them yeah. it's oh it's so good yeah i mean i i started to be watching clone wars a year back when i watched i watched it a bit as a kid i didn't watch all of it and I was shocked how good the show is. Like it's it's phenomenal, and it just it makes Darth Maul my favorite canon my favorite canon character of all time. It just makes him it does it does Darth Maul justice, you know. Darth Maul is yeah, phenomenal. Season seven as well, yeah. Oh, Darth Maul is phenomenal. The, the hallway Star Wars is known for its hallway scenes, yeah. and um, Darth Maul has such a good one. Um, like he um, he just starts. Yeah. Like with with no lightsabers, instead he's like using steel plates <laughs> that he's like ripping off of walls. He's just fighting this like squad of clones. Like, but you can clearly tell that he's almost toying with. Yeah, them. yeah. Like he's just walking through the hallway. They can't hit him because yeah. he's just like essentially sending their blaster bolts past. Yeah. Them, and he's decapitating them. That's he's like brutal. impaling yeah. them. Yeah. Um, Cut the guy's arm off like brutal. through the door. Yeah, uh, like, uh, like, I didn't even need to do that. That was just, like, yeah. that was, like, some sick fun, almost. Um, um yeah. Oh, where, where Darth Vader is, like, brutal out of, like, anger, Darth yeah. Maul is, like, brutal out of, like... Curiosity. Necessity. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, it's, it's just what he does. Yeah. It's almost like he has to uphold his persona of being spooky. Spooky. Um... He's a good <sighs> man, after all. I do, obviously... You know what, let's go over the uh, least favorite parts of Clone Wars. Because Clone Wars, if it's phenomenal... It, it, oh, it is also a bit, a bit of a... The yeah. Jar Jar Binks oh. and fucking Senator Amidala episodes. Because oh. Senator Amidala mm. episodes are just political. Yeah. And in a show that's based on a war, the last thing you're really concerned about is like all the nitty-gritty politics that go on Some of, I like the... And then Jar Jar, yeah. because fucking oh. everyone hates Jar Jar. I, I do like the Padme Clovis one with the banking. I thought that was really good, actually. And when Oh, the one where Anakin's like a pot. Like, yeah. No, like, yeah. and then um, the one where with Cad Bane and like he's assassinating like the senators and he takes them hostage. That was really cool. But um. Oh, the one on the the ship. Yeah. Where he has the the, sp the spider droids. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't really. I mean, yes, they're political, but I wouldn't really count. Them well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Padme um, episodes. Uh. Like, there's one, there's one or two episodes yeah. in season one, if I'm pretty sure, that are terrible. They're like <laughs> the first Padme and Jar Jar episode ever, and they're following, like, her uncle? Isn't he, like, he's, like, the same species as Greedo? Oh! Oh, he gets, like, assassinated, and they're like, what's going on? Yeah. Oh, it's so, it's terrible. I, I mean, yeah. that's allowed, because it's, like, it's from, like, 2009. Yeah, that, that, that's what it was. Uh, that's when it was basically just a kid's show. <laughs> Yeah. No, the show gets a lot darker yeah. as time goes on. But, um... My least... Like, I hate Bob Bad Jedi. Like, I hate it. And I don't like <laughs> much Jar Jar. But my least favourite, my least favourite, is the three-episode arc with the droids. Where the droids are still... It's R2, C-3PO, yeah. these two are the, the, the droids. Yeah. The only redeeming part of that oh, is Gregor. And they get stuck on a planet that's just white. It's just like grey and yellow and white. Yeah, it's, no, it's barren. horrible. It's, like the it's three episodes. It is. I watched them all. It physically hurt oh, me yeah, watching yeah, them. It's like a rite of passage to watch them. It's physically painful to watch that. Nothing, like, nothing happens. Like, you could say in the Padme episodes, are, uh, you know, at least there's a bit of politics that's interesting. In the Jar Jar episodes, are, uh, you know, some people find Jar Jar funny. And he, he's always with Mace Windu, and they kind of, like, vibe well off each other. There's zero positives about those goddamn episodes with the droids. Zero positives. And I'm pretty the only good bits is, is the appearance of Gregor when he re remembers he's a clone commando. And the very ending when the um when R2 like sacrifices himself and blows up the cruiser that's filled with the fuel. Mm. You know when they're about to send it into the blockade. I no, no, actually don't actually don't remember. <laughs> yeah, right, it's like um Oh, wasn't it like... I'm trying to think. Or am I mixing up another ep No, I feel like that was a part of the same one. Like, they leave the planet. But I swear there was like something like there was a cruiser mm. being filled... Like, yeah, yeah, cruiser yeah, yeah. Being filled with fuel and they were going to mm. send it into a blockade of like a political meeting. And R2 like blows the ship up like mm -hmm. just out of range so it basically... Avoids killing as many people as possible. Oh, like a hundred percent people died. Like I'm pretty sure, like two ships got obliterated. Oh, by the way, yeah, but, um, it's not a three-episode arc. It's a four-episode arc. There are four episodes devoted to three droids, a guy who's inside the droid that's not a droid, and that clone guy. Oh, that right, hurt me. The guy who's inside the droid is just flexing about how he's some sort of I amazing general. Oh, he's so but he does, dumb. Like, he does nothing. Oh, I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. 
I, I refuse. Like, I probably will watch Clone Wars again at some point in my life. Never, I'm like, I'm not going to watch those episodes. I'm just going to... Oh, no, yeah. Oh, like, once you've watched it the first time, you know what episodes you don't have to watch. Oh, they and the, jo the joy of the show is, while there is those terrible episodes, you can miss them, and you, you oh, don't miss out on the story. It Like, the show is very... It's very, like, segmented in its uh, layout, where you have... and Like, it's very arky. Arc, arc, arc. And some of them connect, and some of them don't. And thank fuck. That's why I said it. Thank God those crappy clone droid... Those droid, those droid episodes are just gone. I hate them. I hate it with a passion. Oh, another, like, underrated arc, in my opinion, it also holds some nostalgia, is the, um, the arc in Season 2. Where Anakin is injured, and it's Aayla Sakura, Ahsoka, Anakin, Commander Bly, and Captain Rex. On, you know, the planet with the pacifist people. Like, the little, small, like, mole, almost, people. And oh, the, the blue guys, yeah. The Irish accent. Yeah. 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 I thought that one was pretty good. Um, I do like the Ahsoka arts later on. Like, when I'm... After she she's in, after like season one and two, I do like the Ahsoka. I I really like the episode where Ahsoka goes against General Grievous, and she just like she's one like she just can't deal with him, you know. Like she just oh that the, the ones where they're they're on the um where they have the other droid the R four or something the gold yeah, one and he's yeah. like a double eight yeah yeah yeah. Ooh, I know the arc I remember. Yeah, where Anakin has to go undercover as like a slave like for this woman for like the queen. The Sagarians. Yeah. yeah. That's like another, that's like a slight hint of yeah. Darth Vader within him, yeah. is that part where um, Obi-Wan gets like a message from the guy, and literally mid-message, Anakin just like force pulls the um, the mm -hmm. little device out of Obi-Wan's hand, and it just pans to his face as he just like, he says like, I think it's something like um, filthy Sigerian scum, but yeah. like, he says it with such a, a venomous tone, that like, you can tell he is like, Frothing at the mouth, like he yeah. just wants to kill this guy. Um. Oh, uh, what else? Actually, one arc I wasn't the biggest fan of was the underwater arc with like the shark guy. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah, the one with um, Admiral Akbar was in it. I can't even remember the name of the prince who was like. Mm. Yeah, no, I didn't like that one either. I thought it was, I thought it was a, especially because I'm pretty sure that was in a good season, like five or four. And yeah, no, it was, it was it was a much later one. No, I didn't like that one. I got it. Season four, first two episodes. I did not like that at all. I was thinking. Ah. What's kind of funny is I feel like when I watched that arc as a kid, yeah. I was sick when I watched it. Like I, mean, like, <laughs> I had a stomach bug or something yeah. like that. So when I watched that, it almost brings back these feelings of just being sick. Oh. So I'm like, it's almost like a double whammy, of just not not being good. Oh, yes. yeah, no, I don't like that arc. That's, That's horrible. Terrible. Um. As in the sicknesses, the episodes yeah. aren't horrible, but they oh, look great. How could I forget when Obi Wan goes undercover when he takes that guy's face and you—that's so yeah. good when he's working with Cad yeah. Bane and you have to go through like all the trials to become like a bounty hunter. And yeah, the, no, that's, that's great because Obi Wan is like double jobbing, like trying yeah. to be this like um, ace bounty hunter while also avoiding Anakin who is hunting him because yeah. as far as he's like Anakin was with Obi-Wan mm -hmm. when this bounty hunter support or well like as Anakin thinks killed Obi-Wan yeah. so Anakin is hunting him down and Obi-Wan has to try and like avoid him but also can't like just turn around and tell him because mm -hmm. he's hanging out with these other bounty hunters um, so 
So it's some real like double agent type stuff going on. The fi the final thing is I didn't like I didn't like anything to do with the huts. Anything to do with the huts. I don't like the huts in general, and I just think it was zero. I thought it was all boring. I watched this Clone Wars movie, oh. and was that the one that had the baby huts? I don't know. I didn't like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No, the the Star Wars Star Wars the Clone Wars the movie is yeah. like the essentially the first ever episode. It's like yeah. a ninety minute episode. And the point of it is um, Jabba the Hutt will essentially strike a deal with the Republic if they save his son, who's yeah. been kidnapped by the Separatists. <laughs> My son! Um, yeah. Uh, and it's essentially like Anakin being Anakin, but having to babysit Ahsoka, who he's been like, given by yeah. Obi-Wan, like without wanting her, and yeah. then she's got like the little Hutt child. So it's essentially a Jedi Knight who doesn't yeah. want to have a Padawan, babysitting a padawan who's babysitting a, a, a baby yeah. slug um it's not bad though like no. I, I like it especially because there's one scene you know I hate where it. captain I hate rex it. and this one other unnamed clone yeah. um take out like I, I don't know what the like the term would be i, I don't know the number that i'm just gonna say like a squad of droids mm -hmm. <laughs> so if i'm not mistaken some music from the black hawk down soundtrack mm -hmm. which is done by hans zimmer so just imagine Hans Zimmer music with Star Wars going on, it's pretty funny. I just love him. The only thing I like from that movie is the, the meme when the droid when the clone punches the droid and he's like, Oh my hand Yeah. yeah. Oh um a, a fun fact, I remember on the internet looking do you remember the Zillow Beast arc? With the big yes, that's a really good arc. I remember people I remember people like what because because it ends with like the Zillow Beast uh, with Palpatine like capturing it and he's like oh I'll use it like don't worry we'll take care of it you know. I remember people were always like when when's it gonna show up again like what's Palpatine gonna use the Zillow Beast for you know <laughs> like oh where's the Zillow Beast I'm praying for the day it appears and it never did. But they killed her. No, but wasn't it a thing where Palpatine got like the genes to it or something? No, because I'm pretty sure the whole point, like, the, yeah, they captured it, they brought it back to Coruscant, and they were doing experiments on it. And the scientist was like, oh, you know, we can avoid all this pain if we just do this, and Palpatine was like, ah, but see, you know, it'll be, like, yeah. I think the excuse he used was... You know what, I got it, I got it, I got it. For Look at that. At the end of the episode, Palpatine gives new orders to clone the Zillow Beast. Got it. And I remember people were like, oh... Yeah, he, I'm, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the the thing right now on the wiki. That's it. Do uh, not remember that. I remember. I mean, I don't doubt it happened. I remember because I because I, I was like, oh okay. I remember everyone on the, like they were joking on it, but they were like, were like, is it obese? Question mark. Like, where is this? <laughs> uh, <I'm, laughs> but um, yeah, is it obese? That's another really good arc. Yeah. Overall. Basically, if you're watching, watch the Clone Wars. It is phenomenal. Like, ignore the fact that it's an animated kids show. Yeah, at first. Oh, yeah. It gets significantly better. E but even like and season if you had two, two network back in the day, you might remember it as like a show you saw, yeah. and you'll be like, "Oh, this thing! I remember this mm. being on." <laughs> on the wiki, it was like a staple of Cartoon Network back in the day. On the wiki, it's like um. I clicked on the Grand Inquisitor, and it's like, uh, it show, it's like a picture of him being stabbed. And then it's like, um, nonetheless, the Grand Inquisitor would eventually return. <laughs> it's like, nonetheless, him being just stabbed in the stomach with a lightsaber. 
dark Sith powers, you know? Yeah. I mean, look at me starting on Darth Scion, who literally couldn't die because he was too angry to die. And I'm not talking Darth Maul. <laughs> I'm talking, like, he he's in KOTOR 2. Now it's Joe Republic 2. Phenomenal game. He is a literal rockface man who just cannot die. I'm going to put his picture on the stream because I just think he looks so goddamn cool. He just he just doesn't die. And, it, like, you kill him and then he appears again and you're like, what the hell? Like, he's not even... He's not the strongest. But he's just, he just... He just can't die. He is on pure hatred alone. And... you like do one of the coolest characters to, like... Not come from that game, but from that, like, era. Yeah. Uh, is Darth Nihilus, I think. Uh, the way you kill him, you have to, like, uh... You have to find peace, I don't remember how. Uh, there's a couple of ways to kill him. I don't, I, I don't remember exactly. Um, Dark Nihilus is phenomenal. No, I still think Dark... Kreia. Kreia is my favourite. Um, do you ever plan on playing the games? Quick question. Oh, highly unlikely that uh, I will. Can I spoil? Yeah, go ahead. So, basically, you're like mentor. Like, the whole thing is Kreia. And she is like the she is like the main um, Sith, which uh, she taught Revan at one point, and then she was the master of Nihilus and Sion, Darth Treya, and she is so cool. She's missing a hand, and she only has one hand, and you're like, oh, like she's very force sensitive and whatnot, but she's like, she's so strong that she uses two lightsabers, and she just floats. She has them like she uses the force to float them around. And she attacks people with, like, her floating lightsabers, basically. Like, she doesn't hold it, because she lacks one I arm. get why that, like, I get why that is cool, but that's an aspect of Star Wars I don't like, is where the Force is used as, like, oh, look, I've literally got three floating swords. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, like I, that, I, I can understand when someone hates... Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that up on the stream as well. Um... I can see why people don't like that. I can fully see why people don't like that. But I think it's badass. Especially the way it's introduced. Because KOTOR is like... It's all outlandish. Like... Like, I, I like the in-house, the in-canon, like, description where... Back in those days, like, everyone ha Like, there was an access to this knowledge which is now, like, hidden away. And that, like, the dark side just got neutered heavily. Until, like, Palpatine came back. Everyone was, like, stronger back in the day. Just because the times were war. But, um... Oh, the old Republic is like filled with people like stuff like Star Killer was um, like I'm not gonna say the norm during the old Republic, but it's like highly more likely to yeah, see someone like him. Like Dark Nihilus literally a planet. He consumes planets. Yeah. Solely because he is hungry yeah. for like well life is Like he basically he basically has no physical form. He's like a cloak. Yeah, like his mask yeah. is like Wait, would you say his soul is like connected to his yeah, mask? Yeah, like, he is like, a smoke body, yeah. like in robes, um, and he'll like fade out of existence if he's not like yeah. fed. If you look at the stream, you can see the trio that is Dot Dot Treya, Dot Scion, and Dot Nihilus. And yeah, um, Dot Nihilus for me is where it crosses the line a bit where he eats planets. <laughs> But, um, yeah, but, I mean, in the comics, Palpatine can, like, shock planets. Oh, I mean, in the comics, yeah. Like, from his hands. Yeah. Star Wars comics are, like, insane. Yeah, like, Luke's, like, jumping on, like, Star Destroyers and just, yeah. like, destroying yeah. them. I can't remember if it was Yoda or if... I think it's Grandmaster Luke can literally pull the Death Star out yeah. of space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, comics, comics go insane, so... Insane or so. But, um... And then they have, uh, Avalon. 
Isn't her name? She's oh. the, the mother. Like, there's the, there's the son, the daughter, and the father, who are all in the Clone Wars, by the way. Yeah. They have their own arc. That's, like, really trippy, but really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the mother is, like, mentioned briefly, but we never see anything about her. But she's in a Star Wars comic, and she's, like, she's fucked. Like, looking. Oh, like the white... The, is she the white one with, like, the... Yeah, with things. the blonde hair, and her mouth, like, goes up, like, up to her ears, almost. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, teeth. Um, and I can't remember what the exact thing behind her is, but she's, like, ridiculously powerful. Yeah, th those type of things are a bit, like, wacky, but, yeah. Um, oh, they are, entire 100%. I mean, Koto is, like, I highly recommend playing Knights of Northern Republic 1 and 2. Especially, like, one's getting a remaster as well, uh, coming out, like, next year, two years, so, I mean, play that. And if Koto 2 gets a remaster, I will coom, because that game... It's phenomenal, and in my opinion, a lot better than the first one. Just because it's a lot more darker, it, it talks about... It talks about, like, the morality and the philosophy of the Force, and, like, what is it to, you know, to, like, lose your connection to the Force, and, like, why is the... What is the Force? Like, it's so good. Um, yeah. Let's clear up the screen a bit. So, yeah, just... Star Wars, like, this is the best time to be a Star Wars fan. Like, like, uh, do you see the Andor trailer? No, I didn't. That, that's, um, that's, uh, it's about, you know, um, you know Rogue One? You know the, not Jyn so, but the other guy? The other uh, main guy. With the mustache, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the one yeah. who, like, they hug each just before the planet gets destroyed. Yeah, yeah, it's about him, and how, no, it, it, well, he's in it. I don't think it's about, I think he's in it. But it's about, um, it's about the Senate during the Empire, I'm pretty sure. And that's I kinda cool. Yeah, like, like I don't know, I assume, well, maybe Bail Organa's in it, and I, that, that was a cool touch in Kenobi. But, it's about like, um, it's about you like... Nero from Sons of Anarchy? Oh, of, of course, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> or do I mean, that guy from Dexter, he plays like a detective in Dexter, I think, or some rich guy. Oh, does he actually? Yeah. Um, he's such, he's such a good actor. Um, oh my god, what was saying? Yeah, Andor trailer, and and the Andor trailer also has um, a character from a, a really good character from Game of Thrones in it as well. Uh, Game of Thrones people, man. He, uh, and he, I don't know how important he's going to be in it, but he he's um, uh, he's a fairly important character in Game of Thrones later on. Really cool. He's like an older. He plays him. Um, I'll show you a picture of what he looks like. Andor. Oh my God. Uh, 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 Kai, here we go, here we go, man, like, he looks like a real, like, um, I'll, I'll send it to you on, uh, on Discord, and then I'll show you on the stream, look at, uh, that's not it, <laughs> whoa, oh, it's Kenobi, <laughs> <laughs> is that Ewan McGregor, him, ah, he looks like, um, he looks like those real snobby imperial like people, which like you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. If if you look at the stream, it's um, uh, you know the people on the on the Death Star that were like taking credit for everything, and you're like, oh yes, you know, Darth Vader. Like, what is the Force even real? Uh, they say something like that, and he like just starts choking them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, like uh, I find your lack of faith disturbing. Disturbing. <laughs> yeah. And then there's another scene where like the guy just drops dead like. 
into frame on yeah. camera. Like he dies off camera and then falls on and just starts later walks past he goes, Apology accepted. <laughs> oh. Um yeah, he plays a also a well I assume he's a bit gonna be spooky in the in the in the show, but he plays a twisted character. Well not twisted but slightly twisted character in Game of Thrones. A corrupt uh a corrupt like scientist. Basically. Oh, ew, no. Not I, I never like those type of characters. The, I think the only ever type of, like, that, um, archetype of character yeah. that I've liked has been Hugo Strange. Hugo Strange? Hugo Strange. Awesome. Oh, you said Hugo Strange, and I'm thinking, that's not Doctor yeah. Strange. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking Hugo the movie, <laughs> with Ace of Butterfield. And, like, is oh, his name, no, is, no. His, is his name Hugo Strange? Oh, uh, the, the like fucked up scientist is like a uh, type of character that always makes me feel so uneasy. Yeah, that's the point though. He's so icky. Um, oh, yeah, he he goes strange. From he's an iconic Batman. Then uh, also in Gotham and in a lot of other games, Hugo Strange is great. But Kyburn, that's the name. He's like he's icky, but not as icky as you think. But he's also fairly. He he's cool, but he's also a bit. He's not super. He's not he he's not as bad as Hugo Strange. Yeah, no, like because Star Wars has like one. To go back to like Star Wars comics, yeah. there's a guy I can't remember his name for the life of me, uh, which is like really annoying. But he's a guy who did. If if you watch Empire Strikes Back, yeah. you know uh, Lobo. How uh, he's like a person who like has like that. Um, like he has like uh like that robot thingy kind of almost sticking out his head. Oh like yeah, he no, is a robot. yeah, 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 yeah. I had no idea who that was. Don't know until I googled him right now. <laughs> like I don't know if he is, but like picture him. Yeah. There's like this guy, like this mad scientist, yeah. who would literally kidnap people and like remove their brain and put that sort of thing in and just sell them off as slaves. Like oh. they're now basically a human droid kind of thing. Doctor um, ah, like is it Doctor Cornelius Evazen? Oh no! Yes, Co Co yes, Cornelius Evazen. Cornel Cornelius Evazen. Yeah. Do does he have a really fucked up face? Yeah, his nose and his eyes are yeah. fucked up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, him. That's like one of the coolest stories because, like, looking at him, like in typical like mad scientist fashion, he always escapes yeah. until Boba Fett was sent after him. And I don't know if he always looked like that, or that was after his encounter with Boba. So if you look, like, if Boba you look at the screen, Boba had to go through his like lair yeah. of like just traps, and he gets through the whole thing. And I'm pretty sure he flamethrows his face or something. Uh -huh. And I was like, that's one of the stories that makes me think Boba Fett is cool. He's cool in those stories, but I still don't think I still don't make Boba Fett. There's another story where he, um, I'm pretty sure he like, you know, he has a grapple hook yeah. within his, um, within his like gauntlet. Um, yeah. He like takes a lightsaber from a dead Jedi and starts dueling someone else. <laughs> I, um, pers personally, I'm not a fan of, um, non... I like it when you do a bit, but I don't like it when, um... When non... When not when non force non people... Non-force sensitive. Whip out, I don't like it when they do well, because that doesn't make sense. Like, when Finn uses it and gets clapped, it makes sense. When, when clones, like, pick it up in, like, the comics, and that's cool. But I don't like it when like some blog picks it up and he starts like clapping people, you know, like, come on. Really? I, I think the opposite. Well, I think it only works with Mandalorians given that they're meant to be warriors. Because yeah. like, you know, they they can have um, Beskar swords. Yeah. Which I, are yeah. like, not, not lightsabers, but I mean, they Similar. can, 
they can go against the lightsaber. So essentially, it's just a sword fight. Honestly, I I don't think we'll have time to go into the Mandalorian, but, but that's fine today. Uh, but I, in general, like, I love the Mandalorian, but I'm not a big fan of Mandalorians. I like like. Oh, and you like the show, but you don't like Mandal like the Mandalorians. I like I, I like their lore, and I like to me they're like I I when I say I don't like them, like, I like them. I got it. So you know what I mean? Like you don't like when you're watching the movie and you're like, oh, I don't like the bad guy, but he's not a bad character. You just you, you just you don't like him because he's like the bad guy. Yeah. yeah, that's how I don't like the Mandalorians. As characters, they're really cool. The lore, like Mandalore itself, and like Mandalore the Great, and everything about that, and the way that's all really cool. But as like as people, I don't like them because they go toe to toe against the Jedi, and I'm like, hey, I don't like that. <laughs> like I don't like. I mean, uh, it does kind of shatter your view of like if yeah. Jedi are supposed to be this great. How are they getting fucked by like? Yeah, that, like you know, uh, uh, they are fighters and they're literally yeah. trained as children, but like they don't have this magical force that's built up to be this like yeah. super powerful thing. It's like why can't the Jedi literally do like I think, not a Darth Vader on it, but you get me literally like yeah. force push him back and just go, oh look, he's knocked out. Woo -hoo. I think um, I think I think the problem stems from I don't like when like in, in comics. I don't like when someone like just a gun wins. Like the Punisher's cool, but I don't like when the Punisher will be someone like strong. Like if the Punisher kills Captain America and just snipes him, I'm like, yeah, okay. But if Punisher beats like Wolverine, Iron Man, any like relatively strong person, I'm like, what? Like how? Like no. Like I don't. I find it boring. Punisher kills the fucking Hulk. <laughs> I find it boring when um when a, when a person with a gun just does all this shit, you know? I mean, yeah, because like their fights aren't gonna be like you know yeah. like hand to hand yeah. or anything. It's literally gonna be oh he gets like precision shot yeah. with FMJ bullets. Do I do I, I I do I do take satisfaction in the fact that the, that ma that the Mandalorians they they do the whole because uh, Knights of the Old Republic is right after the Mandalorian Civil War. Where um where Dark Revan where, where a Jedi called Revan helps he he joins up against the uh, he helps the Republic. Oh, yeah, that's how he wears the mask. Yeah, yeah. He, he helps the Republic alongside his friend Jedi Malik, and then they turn to the dark side. I'm not gonna spoil what happens in the games, but this is before the games. Um, and and they just get like when Revan it's still a slaughter, but um, they they clap him, and then from that point, Mandalorians are like. Basically, they were, they're kind of like humiliated after that, and then obviously during the Empire, they get like, the Empire like blows up, like, they don't blow up Mandalore, but they like do something to it. I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, they, they crippled the planet. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, haha, fuck you. <laughs> I think a cool thing about the Mandalorian though was finding out, like it's kind of something that gets brushed over, I yeah. feel like when you find out, you're like, oh. But it's the fact that, like, uh, Din Djarin is yeah. like, you, when you're watching the show, it's made out that he is like a Mandalorian, yeah. which he is. But you find out that he's actually a part of like this religious yeah, sect Death of Mandalorians. Yeah. Death Watch is um, really cool. Which was like class to find out because it's like, ma like, given that Mandalore is like a planet of warriors, yeah. it's inevitable that they've had like many like you know warlords who like the planet is ruled by a warlord. Yeah. Uh, at any given time, like that's like it's not really a political leader. Yeah. Um, well, it's, 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 so just it's, it's, to see that he's like a part of like a sect yeah. that isn't 
isn't this all good like yeah. great one it's like oh no they're like super religious they don't take their helmets off yeah it's like oh that's kind of cool um th that is touched on in Knights of the Old Republic one and two especially in two um it's not so let's just say a companion you have in one is a man annoying and in two he like he refuses to take his helmet off and y you know who it is but you would never like you know who it is but you never see his face and you can't take the helmet off and shit because oh. <laughs> he, he like rebrands himself for reasons i'm not gonna say as man lord the great and he's like hey i'm not that person who i was i am and i'm not taking this off anymore um <laughs> but i i love it Mandalorian when he when bo katan takes the helmet off and he's like you can't do that stop yeah no, he literally he's like you're fake. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, he immediately, if I'm not mistaken, like, I very well could be. Like, doesn't he question, like, where she got that armor? Yeah, Because he's yeah. so he's perplexed like, by the idea that she just took her yeah. helmet off. He's like, how, how did you get that armor? Like, who, who, what, who, what Mandalorian did you kill to get that? Yeah. Um. I love, it, uh, like, it happens yeah. quite quickly how much he gets his Beskar. But I love the development of his armor. Oh, like, yeah. as he sheds, like, brown leather pieces mm -hmm. for, like... Shiny Metal, best like chrome. Yeah. Um, I also I, love the scene where he's um he's fighting the uh, shadow tr the shadow troopers. Yeah, like, yeah. They're obviously the droids. Yeah. Um, he also does this other like this is like one of those weird like little things you pick up on. Yeah. But when he's uh, dueling, I can't. What's the name of the the general, the guy who has the dark saber again? Oh, like what's his character <laughs> name? Just call him Giancarlo Esposito while I look this up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that dude. Um, he does like this cool thing where he's dueling him, but he, uh, fucking Din Djarin has a um, he has like a staff. Yeah. And he like pins the staff into the ground. Yeah. Your man hits it, and it causes the like he essentially parries the attack, yeah. and then hits the staff with the back of his heel to oh, flip it yeah, over himself. Yeah. <laughs> So the momentum of that kick, it carries into like the hit that he gives yeah. back to him, and I was like, oh, that's such a cool like little move that he did there. Moth Gideon, that's who he is, the Moth. Ah, yes. What's the name of the actor again? Giancarlo Esposito. Ah, yes. And guess where he's from? Uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Denmark. <laughs> Denmark? <laughs> yeah, in Denmark. Um, <laughs> Wait, is this like one of those things though that he was just born in Denmark but then lives in like California for the rest of his life um, or something? Or was he actually like grown up in Denmark? When he when he was six he moved to uh New York. But he, for six years he lived in Denmark. Yeah, that's longer than I would have thought. And his, his dad is an Italian stagehand and carpenter from Na from Naples and his mom is a was well, yeah, was an Afro Puerto Rican opera and nightclub singer. From Alabama. Um, he's got the multicultural. Literally, on. it's funny because he he can play, like he's got the uh, his complexion. He can play like he can play like South American people, but he also like doesn't have to, and he can play like he, he just he's a great actor. He's a phenomenal actor, <laughs> and he's in he's in Mandalorian. He's in we as we discussed Breaking Bad. In Better Call Saul. Don't forget, he's in Far Cry 6. Exactly. Oh, was I Oh, am I serious? Apparently he's in Maze Runner, but I... Oh, oh my god, he is in Maze Runner! I completely forgot! Oh my god, have you seen the Maze Runner movies? No, I haven't. 
them. He's in Maze Runner 2 and 3, I can't believe it. I, thought, I, yeah, I didn't even know that set of movies had... I didn't even know they had three, I thought there was two of them. Yeah, Pete, uh, yeah, um... Another, uh, what's the name? I actually don't know. Well, obviously Effie's in it. Uh, she's in, she's second main character, basically. Oh yeah, isn't she the one who has, like, some really... I remember you talked about she has some really stupid development in, like, the second movie. Like, she, like, switches sides or something. <laughs> or not switches sides, but has this, like, daft idea. Switches sides, yeah. Um, yeah. it's, it's daft in the comments, in the... It's daft for her, but... It, it makes sense in in like in like a oh she's like wrong, but if you if you think she's right you're daft, you know what I mean? Like she's clearly wrong. Actually, no, it's not that. No, it's it's fine. It's fine. Maybe the way she comes about it is wrong, but no, it's good. I like the maze one. The movies. She's in Pirates uh, of the Caribbean, I think. Yeah, she's in a new one which I haven't seen. So she's, she's not gonna top Kira Knightley though. No, well, well, I doubt it. Well, I mean, well, she could, but I doubt it. What's well, even the story with Pirates of the Caribbean now, given that Johnny Depp... Oh, yeah, for people watching Johnny Depp 1. Whoop. <laughs> yeah, for Johnny Depp 1, so uh, Pirates, 4, Pirates 5, baby. Well, yeah, literally. Sorry, pi 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 Pirates 6, baby. Pirates 5 already came out. <laughs> you be Amber Turd. <laughs> Amber Turd. Uh, they're trying to appeal that now, though. I yeah, but they won't. Like, they won't. She can't, because she actually can't pay it. <laughs> well then, I don't know, sucks to suck, I'm not sure. No, literally. I saw, like, I saw a clip of some guy who, like, as the thing was announced, he was like, what's her net worth? And it was like, two and a half million, he was like, she can't pay that ten million. Um, I, I'm sure she can get the money somehow. Get it from Elon. Yeah, literally. That's crazy. I only figured out. Viewers, if you don't know, Amber Heard went out with Elon Musk, which is like what? Like cheap. Like that's that's the weird. That's one of the weirdest things. I I I. I before I, or after Grimes? I'm assuming. Well, <laughs> he's with Grimes right now, so surely it's before. Yeah, but did they not like? I thought they broke up at some point. No. Uh. I thought so they had like some sort of like. Break it on that? No, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really. I don't really. I, I kind of avoid Elon Muse. I don't. I, kinda, I don't. I don't like Elon. He gives me the creeps, to be honest. Elon's. Elon's very. Um, he tries like he. Villain. His facade has dropped recently, but like, he's he, he's trying to get like the 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 public on the side, and like it, it's worked a lot. Like people love Elon. A lot of people started to like see through him in the last couple of years, especially now when he literally said that Tesla people have they cannot work at home anymore. Like they have to come in, and if they don't do le if they do less than 48, 40 hours, they are liable to be fired. Jesus Christ! So um, that definitely didn't help him, <laughs> but yeah, you know um, on the uh, uh, wait, wait, wait um. I think it's only right to finish today talking about Elon. We're our topic. I think. I think we had a great episode. Really good having you on. Uh, oh, I appreciate <laughs> it. Well, hopefully, we'll see you. Uh, we'll we'll catch you with the other Owen um, to be able to do a <laughs> LA Confidential episode. Oh, that'd be pretty good. Um, but for now, everyone just hey, look, like and subscribe on the YouTube. Go check that out. Follow, uh, follow Twitch. You, you can't subscribe on Twitch because we don't have enough followers. So just follow on Twitch. It's free and doesn't cost you anything. And make sure to tune in for the next episode. 
probably next well, next week but the, the day is hard to say but next week there will be an episode make sure to tune in we'll talk about something good as always and um, yeah thank you everyone for watching and uh, bye bye there boys <laughs>